Attention people who still care. How can average citizens like us profit off making the world a better place? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, the five steps to give yourself the best possible chance at succeeding at not only investing, but just about anything. But before we get into that, I first want to tell a story. In 2013, my wife and I, we bought our very first home together. And the one of the big reasons why we bought this home was because of the backyard. It had this great view, a nice scenery. It also had a garden that somebody else, prior owners, had used. And, and you could tell there was an outline of the, the vegetable garden patch. And so when we moved into the house, that was one of the projects I wanted to do is to turn this pre-existing plot of land and, and revitalize it and put it back into a vegetable garden. So uh, maybe the, the second or third week uh, living there, um, I went into the backyard and I, I started to dig up this pre-existing garden patch. And, and when I started to do this, I saw it was rich with these earthworms and I could tell that, oh, wow, this is, this is a good uh, patch of dirt. Um, and, and so I went to the, the store, spent maybe $200 on, uh, equipment and seeds and, and such. And so I, I started to plant a, a wide variety of, of different, uh, vegetables, um, lettuce and tomatoes and broccoli and, and different types of herbs and strawberries, all, all kinds of, uh, of different things, peppers, a huge variety. Um, I also set up an automatic watering system. And so it was all set up. All you had to do, the timer was gone and, and set it and forget it. And also I'm, I'm very lucky because I have a mother who has written a book on container gardening for vegetables. So I also have this support uh, system that uh, I, I drew upon. And this garden uh, was incredibly successful. Um, so successful, in fact, that uh, we did this huge harvest right before Thanksgiving, and we were able to incorporate our vegetables in our garden into our Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, we made this incredible butternut squash pie, which is a better version of pumpkin pie with the butternut squash that uh, we grew from our garden among other things. Uh, we did that for two years in a row. This garden was incredible. It produced wonderfully. I barely had to spend any time out there other than uh, you know pulling some weeds time to time. Uh, but uh, And it made me want to because it looked so beautiful. So we lived there uh, two years. Uh, we ended up moving to another place. And this new place had a really nice backyard too. It had an outdoor fireplace, really cool but no pre-existing garden patch. So um, that was one of my projects. Okay, I love my last garden. I wanna have a, a garden in this place. So I, I took a weekend and said, okay, I'm gonna start digging up uh, a patch. And I was out on a Saturday and maybe six hours I was out there digging. 
and I didn't really get very far. The earth was clumpy, very full of clay. It was not good soil. And I ended up giving up. I didn't even go back the next day on Sunday uh, to, to even try and, and dig up um, the dirt. I was over it. It was just nothing I was interested in, in doing. I, I saw it was too much work. And, and so I gave up. So um, fast forward uh, a couple of years later, we ended up moving again. And this time uh, I learned from my mistakes and also having, uh, you know, my mother being an expert on container garden gardening, she recommended that I do a raised garden bed. So I got this little wooden setup here and I, it was, I filled it up with dirt right above uh, just regular lawn. And um, I set up the automatic watering system. It wasn't that big, so I didn't have a large variety of, of different um, uh, plants to grow, uh, tomatoes, uh, there was um, broccoli, um, cauliflower, and I had basil. I, I know that. So I set everything up and I was really pumped. And then after a couple of days, I noticed there was this big water uh, puddling uh, right where uh, I had my timer uh, that was connected to the hose and it was leaking and it was going under the house. And that's a, a huge problem. You can't have water going in your house bad for your foundation. So I, I turned off the, the, the water pump in, uh, and the, the timer and I tried to go out there. I tried to fix it and it's just kept leaking and I didn't feel like paying a, a plumber to go out and, and fix it. And so what ended up happening was um, there was no automated watering. I was manually watering and there were times that I forgot and, you know, a plant would die and it, I just didn't, uh, wasn't motivated because it didn't really look good. And so <clears throat> all that was left, all the plants died uh, other than the basil. Basil survived and, and that was the only thing that grew. Uh, and I stopped watering it and this, the basil plant got big. It was more of a natural setup, but <clears throat> I would call it a, a, a major fail. So after that fail, uh, uh, you know, second time, I kind of asked myself, well, well, why did that original garden uh, succeed at our, our very first home? And so I, I thought about the, the reasons, the first one, was that there, it was already pre-existing garden patch. I didn't really have to do anything. Uh, the, 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 it was already worked and the earthworms and the soil was fantastic. So that was number one. That was the first thing I noticed. Uh, the second thing was the automation. The automatic watering system uh, worked great. I didn't have, it didn't break, nothing like that. I didn't have to call a plumber. It, you know, was, I wasn't spending a lot of money. So that was, that was two, the automation worked. Uh, number three, the variety. I did such a wide variety in that first uh, garden that that some things didn't work. Um, the eggplant in that first garden wasn't great, and the strawberries they didn't. You know, it, it takes two seasons to grow strawberries, and that second it didn't really grow great. But because I had such a wide variety of different plants and uh, uh, you know vegetables, that it was uh, overall successful because of this variety. Uh, so that was number three. Uh, the fourth thing I noticed was the cost. I, I didn't spend a lot of money on that 
a first guard. I didn't spend a lot of money on any of the gardens because I just wasn't really willing to to put that type of investment into you know something that's fun, uh, more of a hobby. So the cost, I, I didn't I didn't spend a lot of money, and so I had it was low cost. That was number four. And the fifth thing I noticed was that I had this support system, and I always had it throughout all, all gardens, but it really helped um, getting tips from my mother uh, to, to telling me, well, uh, try to use this type of soil, uh, try and use this type of water. And when everything works great, then having that support is huge because, uh, oh, okay, this, is, this will make it grow better, and I should trim this, and you know all these little things that uh, only an expert would know because of lots of experience. So, so those are the five things that, that I noticed why it was uh, successful. And so fast forward to, to today, uh, guess what kind of garden I have now? Well, it has all five of those things. It is one of these indoor uh, self-contained hydroponic systems with automatic lights, automatic water. Um, it's got all these different seed pods and tons of variety. Uh, the cost was uh, just a one-time fee that my wife and I were willing to, okay, we're willing to make this investment. It's actually beautiful uh, inside of our home. It's it's aesthetically pleasing. It looks you know, really wonderful, this green and, and it's vibrant. And uh, so the cost was there. And of course, it, it, it has an app. So it has support system for you. It's got cameras in there. You can see what's going on and uh, the, the, the company, they'll, they'll help you out uh, with, with growing. So, um, obviously it's, it's a major, major success, uh, this, this indoor garden. Uh, and, and so, so this was the basis of, of uncovering something, uh, working at my previous employment, uh, which was working at a wealth strategy firm. And I was noticing that, um, there was some, uh, clients that were very successful and other clients that that weren't. And so he, here's going to be our, you know, this is going to transition to our main story of the day, which are the five steps to success. Uh, and and so I, I noticed uh, what the the clients that were doing well. Well, they were engaged and they were engaged in um, pre-established plat investment platforms that that were there, they weren't new, they were established, and uh, they were they were into that. So that was that was the first thing. Uh, the second thing is that they were doing auto invest. They weren't like manually investing, they weren't trying to time the market. Uh, there was none of that. It was just doing the investing the same amount of money every month in the into the same um, uh, different investments. That was number two. Number three, diversified. They, these clients were incredibly diversified. They weren't just uh, um, investing in one uh, type of investment. And, and this is when it, that my aha moment is when I saw when it was diversity, uh, diversification, because with the garden, it was variety. And that's just kind of the two, two peas in a pod at, at some point, you know, variety, diversification. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, uh, you know, investing is like growing a garden. Uh, and yeah, uh, the cost, uh, they were doing um, what they could afford to invest every month. And there were platforms that allowed, um, you know, whether it was just a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, whatever um, the, the clients were investing, um, 
that they had the cost that they could afford. And, and of course, the ones that were hugely successful were the ones that were engaging uh, with me and um, other uh, people within our firm. So that's when it clicked. I was like, oh, okay, so there's these five steps uh, to succeed, to, to, to become successful. I was like, well, what else can this uh, be good for? So I started to think about, well, what if I wanted to um, get fit, you know, wanted to lose weight and get fit? Well, okay, what would be the, the first step is to get a pre-existing uh, uh, platform or, or a, a vehicle. So that would be, uh, you know, I could, there's all these kind of, uh, you know, fitness gurus online with the whole program. That That is a pre-existing thing. There are, I can get a gym membership. Um, that's pre-existing. I could uh, do a keto diet. There's tons of information on on keto keto diet. So that so let's I'm going to pick the 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 fitness guru. Okay. So imagine if this fitness guru picked me up from work every day automatically. Oh man, am I going to get fit? Yeah. If if a fitness guru is picking me up every day after work automatically, man, that really improves my chances. Okay, so what's that? That was two. The the number three, uh, diversification or variety. Um, imagine if this fitness guru picked me up from work every day and took me to a different uh, place to work out. So one day it was the pool, uh, swimming laps. The next day it was the gym. Uh, the next day maybe I was doing um, you know racquetball. The next day basketball. You know a variety where I was actually enjoying. It, it wasn't just the same. Uh, kind of workout every day. So I have a fitness guru picking me up every day after work automatically and taking me to these diverse uh, different locations uh, to, to exercise. And imagine if it only cost me, what, a hundred bucks a month. Holy smokes. Um, I think I would pay a hundred dollars a month to have someone pick me up after work every day uh, to all these different locations uh, that's, that's a, that's a no brainer. And for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I would do that. Um, and imagine that the hundred dollars also included a community that would support you be like, yeah, you got this. Oh, uh, get that one more rep in, you know, uh, sprint hard to the finish, you know, uh, having all that encouragement, man, I don't know how I could not get fit using those five steps of success. I've, I've looked at it through, even through civilizations, you can, you can, uh, take these five steps. I looked at the ancient Egyptians, um, and, and you know how, how they had. Uh, you you can apply it to just about anything. These these five steps. Um, let me do run down the ancient Egyptians real quick. Uh, well, they had uh, pre-existing the Nile Valley. Pre-existing, it would flood every year. Boom up, it would, it would soak it and become this incredibly uh, uh, rich area, uh, fertile place to grow. Uh, and it, what what did the Egyptians do? Well, they noticed it and they started making uh, plants and they automated it throughout the year by digging up these canals and and different um, you know irrigation techniques to automatically water their plants throughout the year, not just during the floods. Uh, the, uh, they grew a ton of different uh, crops, not just uh, food crops, but they also grew papyrus and flax that made paper and sandals and all and clothes and all that other kind of stuff. Um, cost. Uh, yeah, it was low cost. Well, they had slaves, which is horrible. But yeah, I mean, 
if you're using slave labor, that's going to be super cheap for you. Um, uh, and let's see what, what else we had pre-established automatic diverse, uh, cost, and then a community. Yeah. I mean, they had a whole government structure set up, making sure that the canals are in tip top shape and, um, you know, giving, you know, permits and licenses to, you know, operate certain canals and, and all this other stuff. So, so yeah, ancient Egypt was wildly successful for what, about 2000 years, something like that. The ancient Egyptians two, 3000, not, not a big, uh, Egyptologist, but, um, why, what went wrong? Well, they weren't diverse enough. They relied heavily on, uh, the Nile flooding and it flooded for thousands of years. So I didn't think there would be any reason for it not to flood, but all of a sudden the climate changed and there was no longer any flooding happening for the ancient Egypt Egyptians. On top of that, their community fractured the kingdom, the, 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 the ancient Egyptian empire split into two different factions and they're warring with each other, which made it really easy for them to eventually be conquered. So, uh, five steps of success you can apply to just about anything. Um, and, uh, it, it will give you the best possible chance, uh, to succeed. So that will bring us into our financial tip of the day, which is, uh, Become a crowd investor and use the five steps uh, to success while crowd investing. There are tr uh, there are platforms, crowd investing platforms, where uh, it's automatically takes out of your bank account, automatically reinvests uh, any income that was generated through uh, your initial investments, and it just automatically invests. You're you're making money while you're sleeping. Um, diversified. There are a number of uh, many, many different uh, uh, crowd investment platforms. Crowd investing in itself has three main asset classes. You have crowd lending, which is debt. You have equity crowdfunding, which is equity, uh, like investing in companies. Uh, and then you have alternative uh, uh, crowdfunding, which primarily is real estate crowdfunding. So it's like regular investing, except it's with a crowd and it's instead of the public market, it's the private market. Um, so, uh, low cost, um, these, uh, crowd investing by nature are, are low cost. It's crowd investments is when a large group of, of people pool small amounts of money to fund a loan, uh, a, a company, a business venture or a project. So, uh, and, the, the low cost, some of these platforms have $10 minimum investment requirements, which even allows you to diversify even further. So with $1,000, you can be invested in 100 different projects, a bank level kind of a diversification. Um, and then uh, support, community. That is why I started this company. I, I started uh, my investment advisory firm um, to, to be the change and to, to help and support others uh, be the change that, that not only they wish to see in their lives to improve their own economic lives, but uh, to, to be part of the crowd that, that shapes uh, capitalism. When, when we put our capital and we back it towards uh, uh, projects and people and companies that we care about, that, that we know aren't just in it for the bottom line, but, uh, but also have our own uh, interest, uh, our best interest that they're looking out for a uh, companies that look out, not just 
for their bottom line, but for their employees and, and their customers and their vendors and their suppliers and the communities that they serve and the environment that they operate in. And also that look out for their investors and shareholders. Um, these are the type of companies that we want uh, on our planet. And you, you, you can't do that with traditional vest investing. Um, you can only put your capital uh, into these companies uh, through crowd investing. And, and that's why it's, it's so important because this is the first time in history where we can actually make a risk-adjusted market return while doing good in this planet. Uh, my name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor, and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know how to profit off making the world a better place, the three secrets to do that, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.